That was the sound of my sister trying a new fruit. She does have a stronger gag reflex than most, but this wasn't a strawberry or banana. What does natural gas, beef, dying of soda consumption, and major head injuries have in common? Durian fruit. You're listening to A Degree in Nonsense. I'm Josh Hobbs. I feel there's value in useless but fun information. Unfortunately, it won't pay your bills. So, in this podcast, I share random but interesting things I take the time to learn. Essentially, I waste time so you don't have to. Here we go. The Elvis Presley of the food world, native to Southeast Asia, Durian holds the title King of Fruits. You might be wondering right now, what makes a random tropical fruit so interesting that it deserves an entire podcast episode about it? And I'll get to that, I promise. But first, I know the majority of you have likely never even heard the word durian before. So if you haven't Googled it yet, let me paint a picture in your mind. Take the ball of a really spiky medieval mace and paint it kind of a vomit green and yellow. And there you have it, durian. I mean, not exactly, but really it's just a big spiky ball. The Malay word duri means thorn, so naming the fruit durian just makes sense. You eat the flesh around these big seeds that are concealed behind the menacing spikes. The best way I can think to describe the texture is mushed bananas. Alright, now that you at least have a picture of what we're talking about, I'm going to phone a friend for some help from here on out. Hello? I spent two years in Southeast Asia, specifically in Malaysia, and I figured the best way to talk about anything foreign is to go right to the source country. So, allow me to take you to Malaysia. Hey, Brother David, how you doing? Yeah, so far so good. How you doing? Oh, just fantastic. This is David Chong, born and raised in Kota Kinabalu, right at the top of Borneo. The first thing David is going to help us cover is the smell. Oh boy. If all this sounds familiar to you, but you don't recall the name Durian, you might know what we're talking about when I refer to it as stinky fruit. Everyone kind of says it smells like something different, but as for David... The smell of Durian, I would have to say... Oh, this is kind of tricky. Um, it's strong and it smells like beef to me. Beef. Yep. I can't pull that scent from it. For me, it kind of smells like natural gas, but like a really sweet natural gas, which kind of opens a funny story I'll tell you in a minute. If you do a simple Google search for what does durian smell like, you're going to get a whole slew in the variety of responses. Dirty socks, paint thinner, cheese. One answer on Quora, responding to a question about the smell, cites research done by German Research Center for Food Chemistry, stating, They have detected 44 active aroma compounds and successfully identified 41 of them. The range includes smells that we humans have never experienced in combination. Caramel, fruity, skunky, rotten, cabbage, etc. This probably makes it even more repulsive than rotten cabbage by itself. Consider it to be the uncanny valley of odors, if you will. You've heard people say, how do you describe the taste of salt without saying salty? Well, that comparison kind of applies here. So I wanted to hear how people who have never smelled it before would describe the smell with it right under their nose. Fortunately, there is one small import store just a short ways away from where I live that sells durian. 
We don't have those recordings for this episode just yet, but expect an update in a future episode. Okay, I've got a story to get back to. My time in Malaysia was spent volunteering as a Christian missionary. Prior to going to the country, we spent a number of weeks in a training center learning the language and how to teach. One of my companions in Malaysia had an interesting experience in this training center. He and the other missionaries arrived back from lunch before his teachers, who thought it might be fun to introduce the lot to this fruit before they ever arrived in Malaysia. And so they had purchased one from an import store. While the missionaries waited for their teachers to return, the leader of their congregation entered, and upon smelling the durian, hid away wherever it was in the room, determined there was a gas leak and evacuated the building. That's how strong the smell is. But how, you might ask, does it taste? It tastes, it's... <laughs> I know this may sound weird, but the taste, as I think about it, it tastes kind of... Uh... It's just like mixtures of all the meats in one seed. So that's how I, I describe the taste. Nice. So for you, it, it tastes more like meat than it does fruit? Yep. All right. Mental Floss has a list of 20 explanations of the taste. We'd like to share a few. And there's some pretty bad ones. Like pungent, runny French cheese, your breath will smell as if you've been French kissing your dead grandmother. Anthony Bourdain, chef and host of Parts Unknown. Like eating ice cream in an outhouse, as reported in Jerry Hopkins' Strange Foods. And others are a little better. A rich custard, highly flavored with almonds, gives the best general idea of it. But there are occasional wafts of flavor that call to mind cream cheese, onion sauce, sherry wine, and other incongruous dishes. Alfred Russell Wallace, 19th century British naturalist. Tastes lightly sweet and deeply musky. Frommer's Guide to Malaysia. The way I've always described the taste is a mixture between bananas, mangoes, and strong onions. When we update you, we'll also give you our sample group's reaction. I like durian. I'll go a step further. I love durian. But it took me until the fourth time trying it to like it. It's one of those tastes that grows on you, although that statement is going to trigger opposition. You've been with a lot of foreigners when they've when they've tried durian for the first time, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I what what's the typical reaction that you get when you're with somebody trying durian for the first time? Let's see. Somebody for the first time. Um, let's see. Most cases they have the signal of puking out, so I have to warn them first to get ready a bag just in case they want to uh, they want to vomit. Um, there's only two cases I've met so far that shoot out the durian seed like cannonballs. Oh. So that's pretty much the reactions I get. All right. For those who are like from America or UK, any other countries. But could there be something telling about the number of people who disdain this fruit? Could the inherent disgust it sets off in people be trying to keep us from something more sinister hidden behind those spikes? Beyond the obvious dangers of a large, heavy, hard, sharp, spiky ball, there are tales of durian consumption being incredibly dangerous. Okay, the first health risk I would say is that you'll see the sign of nosebleed once you have taken too much of it. Oh, wow. Well, I know that if you overtake it too much and mix it with uh, soya bean that's, or anything that's dairy product, that's risky as well because it might end, you might end up in a hospital uh, more often. Um, so basically, it's like the reaction kind of thing with the milk and durian together. It just kind of sickens your stomach first, then uh, your body's like heating up. So it's it's pretty bad, I would say. 
popular belief in the region tells us that durian and alcohol is a deadly concoction, and some even state the same with durian and soda. In his scholarly article, Durio, a bibliographic review, Michael J. Brown tells us, A common Malaysian belief is that it is harmful to drink alcohol after consuming durians. This belief dates back to at least the time of Rumphius, who states that one should not drink alcohol after eating durians as it will essentially cause indigestion and bad breath. He quotes several more individuals who have stated similar things and proceeds to tell of an actual documented instance in which a woman died after eating a combination of these two things. He said, Autopsy revealed fat necrosis of the peritoneum, a reddish and swollen pancreas, a swollen main pancreatic duct, and two pints of blood-stained fluid in the abdominal cavity. He then explains some state this death and the consumption of alcohol and durian were coincidental. Some were convinced otherwise. Brown tells us about many research experiments being done to identify if there is real danger in consuming these two substances. Many seeming to indicate there is no problem. Some explain potential dangers, but nothing is totally conclusive. I don't drink alcohol, but during my time in Malaysia, I heard my fair share of horror stories about the dangers of soda after eating durian. Many explanations of why this is dangerous almost seem consistent with a Coke and Mentos reaction. Is eating durian and then drinking soda um, actually a danger, or, or is that not true? Actually, it is true, because the soda has a lot of like gas kind of thing. And so with durian, that kind of heats up, so it won't go well with the stomach again um, because of the reaction of these two chemicals kind of thing. So it's similar like Mentos, but only in a more dangerous hazard. Many social media posts have circulated giving supposed evidence that the combination of durian and coke produces a toxic poison, but just as many online sources are now debunking this as a myth. Whether or not there's any truth behind these rumors, I don't recommend buying into everything shared on social media, and I also don't recommend consuming that much sugar, as this is where the danger actually lies, according to some reports. Durian may be hazardous to your health, it may not be, but one thing is certain, there are illegal dangers. All through Southeast Asia, you'll find signs prohibiting bringing durian into trains, hotels, and other premises. What kind of a fine would be put in place if you if you took a durian in the hotel or in the LRT? What what would happen to you? Uh, I guess there'll be a fine of two thousand ringgit, or at least maximum will be five thousand. Directly alongside no pet signs, no smoking signs, no food and drink signs, you'll see the jagged silhouette of a durian behind a circle with a slash. The one at the Changi Airport in Singapore states that it is punishable by a fine of five hundred Singapore dollars. A sweet delicacy quite cheap in its season, can quickly become a very expensive problem. So, what makes a random tropical fruit so interesting that it deserves an entire podcast episode about it? You tell me. Do you, do you personally like durian? For me? Oh uh, yes, I love them. Our theme music is by Blue Wednesday. Links to all these and our citations in the show notes. Special thanks to David Chong for his interview in this episode. We won't actually be having an episode next week. I realize this podcast is new and this is quite early to take a break, but I'm getting married and we'll be on my honeymoon. I'll talk to you in two weeks.